Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Inner Jungle Aesthetic. Ahoy! Ahoy! Uh, Happy New Year! Oh yes, 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 of course, obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously. We, obvi- we obviously know how the cri- deep, deep Arctic Christmas freeze of 2022 went. That's old yes, news by yes, now. Clearly, oh, was, uh, oh, man. spoilers. It was cold, very cold. Uh, um, yes, you know, and pe- many or few people lost power, and it was also one of the most or least eventful storms uh that we've had a long time so <laughs> push it too hard with that one i think i'm Feel sorry like, we were a little oh. well anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> anywho that's all i have no i'm kidding oh well Wow, that was uh, climactic. All right, there we go. That's what I came to bear. No, 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 that's <laughs> yeah. If we're uh, man, I don't know how, what the weather uh, predictions have been like for you, but they have been all over the map for us up here. Yeah, I haven't really watched the, I've just been looking at like the what the phone's been telling me, and it just says it's gonna be cold. Um, so I don't really know like the news. I haven't watched it. I figured the news would probably be things watched like in the morning. <laughs> so, uh, but well, yeah, I know it's our allegedly city, going to snow tomorrow. Uh, yeah, our city went ahead and extremely cold. Our city went ahead and preemptively canceled trash service on Friday. That's two days from now. Oh, uh, they are. How fun is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is because uh of the wind chill. They obviously they don't want them and the yeah. uh sanitation workers don't need to be out in negative thirty three wind chill. No, that, that's no. <laughs> no, no, no. That is something nobody needs in their life. No, 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 no. no. So I I feel bad though, you know, because it's like I know that like our trash is overflowing because we've been getting things ready and the kids have been home this week. So we've been generating a lot more stuff. And so uh, I can't imagine and ours come gets picked up tomorrow. So I can't imagine, um, yeah. you know, and then those people have to go through the weekend uh, of Christmas. And so there's going to be some whole trash bins uh, come next week. That's all I got right. to say. It'll be fine. Yeah. Just, Put it in your house. Dole it out slowly. Okay. Yes. It's mostly paper. It'll be fine. Don't, don't freak <laughs> out. It'll be okay. <laughs> but yeah, they're uh, calling for near whiteout conditions and forty-five mile an hour winds. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard any of that from down here, so okay. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, don't know. Yeah, earlier in the week they were like, "You are going to get nine inches," and then. Like yesterday, they were like maybe two, and now they're like, "How about five? <laughs> so, like, ah, the great mystery continues. Yes, yeah. So I'm like I can't, I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we're like right on that edge of like far south enough where it's sometimes it's like, usually it's like it'll snow, and then it snows like a quarter inch. Like, oh, just kidding. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, but. Either way, it's going to be cold. Yeah. Like, real cold. Well, and so we are, um, 
this is uh, Christmas is busier than Thanksgiving most travel years, and so we are taking care of. Especially, we're here in in our northern service area where we're supposed to get hit harder. Um, uh, we've been doing lots of prep work with staff and communication with clients being like, Hey, um, so it's going to be real bad while you're away. Uh, just so you know, we're going to probably leave a faucet on <laughs> or two and, uh, make sure you get your thermostat set to 65 or 68, depending on what you want. And, you know, going through yeah. the staff. <clears throat> Cause the other one, and this is one that I just thought of today. I was actually taking care of a house with a cat and I love cat fountains because they encourage cats to drink more, but I hate cat fountains because almost, I don't know, I'm going to say 2% of all cat fountains in production actually have a reservoir of water such that if it shuts off, there's a little bit of standing water remaining for the cat. Um, oh. Most of them it seems fall, like an oversight. fall onto like a little flat dish which then runs to the edges and then go down to the reservoir, which is below where the cat can access it. And so um, with impending with the, with the wind that we're going to have, I'm really worried about branches and down lines and loss of power. And so basically I just was, I, (laughs) I sent a mass message to all of our staff. that was like, if you are caring for a cat and it has a water fountain set out a, you know, a, a cereal bowl with some water next to it, please. Yeah, bonus water. <laughs> yeah, just so it has some access to something. Ugh. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Seems like a gross oversight to, like, hide all the water in your water fountain. Well, because it's one of those things. Like, of, seems I just odd. <laughs> it is. It is. And, and what they try and do is they try and have a small footprint. So... The old fountains would have like a reservoir that would pump up and then would flow down like a little waterfall to a little standing pool, which would then be sucked back up. It was be fed by gravity. It was just like a waterfall and then a little standing pool at the bottom. But those are rectangular and they're larger, have a larger footprint. Now all the really fancy ones are perfectly circle and the reservoir itself is probably about four inches deep. And then onto, onto that sits a flat dish where water is pumped up from a little pump from the bottom up through a little hole that kind of squirts up and splashes back down and then runs off the edges and back to the reservoir. And I, I get it. I understand <laughs> yeah. what they're trying to do, but it, they don't, I guess the manufacturer of these never live in places where the electricity could go out. No, I, guess. I don't know. <laughs> or like, I, and I know that usually they don't, they're not thinking of that kind of thing, but they should. I just, it's bizarre. So, yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, it feels like, so, so when you, when you talk about the, uh, like the, oh, like we're talking about the first one, right? Just, it feels better, like waterfall into a pool that then like maybe goes overflows and then is recycled into reservoir. That makes more sense to me. Plus, it 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 fits in more with your cat's like inner jungle aesthetic, right? Like, <laughs> you know, yes. just kind of feels like it fits better. But but yeah, having access to water in a water dish seems like kind of an important feature, and to not include that in your water dish seems 
just very wrong to me. Like, I don't, yes, mm, this is weird. I don't, yes, uh, one, 100%. I, I do not understand this, uh, process. And so, uh, we have to make, we have to make adjustments for them. And when, I, when you Google cat fountain, you get some really strange looking things. Yeah. Oh, these are weird. Looking. Don't. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you'll see one of them with like flowers on the top. Um, yeah. Those with like a white base. Those, those are the ones that basically everybody has. And none of them have a nice. Is it because big... they are $20? Yes. Well, <laughs> I and, believe that's and why many they, of them are from like. to be $20 or less. That, they're that from like. To be chewy or some other product. I wasn't going to say names, but yes, oh, it's fine. Yes, they are. They're, so, like, they're a big brand that will send you stuff and they, they will. And they're cute and whatever, but also no, don't do these. So you need this one. I found one here. That's, see, it's labeled dog and cat fountain mm. and it is much larger and it has like a three tiered reservoir system where the water is like dumping down into three like separate bowl. It's much yeah. larger and there's much more standing. That's what you need. Right. <laughs> so yes. Pro tip for you cat owners out there, get the dog fountain. Um, that appears. <laughs> to be- <laughs> yes. And it's one of, here's the thing that it's- makes more sense too. Cause dogs would generally require larger volumes of water. Right. Yes. They're thirstier beasts. Right, they're just going to town in here. And I, man, it's amazing. I'm scrolling through this list. You said to do that, and I'm doing it. And I'm just like, yep, I know. Okay, yep, they've got, yep, okay. Uh, but I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to appeal to a certain corner of the market. Um, people living in small apartments or small spaces, cramped spaces, <clears throat> also trying to make things that look nice um, and appear to be, um, you know, uh, aesthetically pleasing and well okay now here's here's i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna throw this out there right cat certain there are certain types of people that own a cat that are really confusing to me okay now again only certain types of cat people okay all All cat please understand listen (laughs) wow no 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 listen internet i'm not saying all people okay but There is a percentage of cat owners who, I guess, like cats and they want a cat, but they do not want to own anything. They don't want to own any sort of like cat accessory, right? Like nothing associated with a cat do they want in their house. So like litter boxes, no. Water, no. Yes. Cat tree, get it out, right? Like, they don't want the stuff. And cats need things, right? Like, cats require, like, a certain space commitment of they need their own furniture or they need their own, like, zone to be catty in. And some owners are just like, no, I just want the cat only. And I don't want to. That's why there's like some of these litter boxes that look like really weird and strange because people like hide them off in some corner and they don't ever want to look at it. My favorite I'm is sorry, the. But you, you have a cat. Um, so you need to deal with 
cat stuff, right? Like, you know, <laughs> they, well, and they try and be cutesy about it. So we're actually taking care of somebody right now whose uh, side table to their couch is actually where the litter box is stored. Uh, so there's a little cutout in the bottom yeah. of it. Uh, or they, the, the litter genies that kind of do everything automatically and all this stuff. And yeah, there's those cat people who are, are cutesy and for some reason and, and cat people do it a lot more than dog people. And I think that's just because dogs are just well, dogs way just, like, more poop outside in your face. Right. And, and people, some cat, there's a corner of the cat market who will go that side and be cutesy and kind of techno fix their way into making the cat disappear and just kind of become part of the house. Then there are yeah. the cat, then there are the cat people who are like, I use a Tupperware and I have seven of them around the house. And yeah, it's a little, it's a right? little, dirty, but like, <laughs> yeah, there is a, there is an opposite effect here where like your house is only cat things. Okay. Yes. That is also true, right? The, the other extreme does present itself, you know, but like, so yeah, that is, that is true. That is also awkward and strange, right? Like <laughs> the cat has more furniture than me. Like, well, yeah. mm, wait a minute. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's, it's very interesting how you can swing both ways and how some people where it's like the cutesy and the hiding versus like the extremely practical and very blatant about where everything is. Uh, and, and, you know, cats just kind of go w- with the flow. So you're just, kinda, yeah, they, it's just really most, weird. Right? Most like, of them don't care. <laughs> also, I'm also gaining, I'm gaining most of this knowledge from just like pictures I see on the internet because it's full of cats. And of course, uh, everyone's favorite cat documentary special, my cat from hell featuring Jackson galaxy. Um, yep. like you get, <laughs> man, that, that, that guy, he's a little, He's a little much, but uh, I was thinking about like people's houses before he comes. Right? There's a lot of these people. They're like, like uh, my favorite cat owner. The one that confuses me the most is like the mid-century modern cat owner, right? So the person that believes that Bauhaus is the greatest thing of all time, and they like lounge in their house wearing a turtleneck. You know? Well, I mean, <laughs> and like they dress nicer, like lounging in their house, than I do to go to work. So uh-huh. they <laughs> they like used to that. drive a sob. We all know that. Yes, like, yes, yes. They would be be driving a sob they, if it was still around. Yeah, yeah. They, they had a sob. Uh, they probably have a sob key fob somewhere in a drawer. Actually, no, because you don't have any clutter. That, no, that one lady. They like that one lady who makes you throw out things. It doesn't spark. They, nothing sparks joy. So they have nothing in their house uh, except yeah. a cat. Marie and like is it Marie Kondo or whatever? Kondo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have like only a cat and it's like because it's sleek and gray and it matches their design aesthetic but they won't put any cat things in their house <laughs> so it's like on that show you get like this cat is acting insane like yeah because it can't go to the bathroom anywhere <laughs> where's the cat food I don't put it out because I don't want to look at it um your cat has to eat food you know that right like that's how <laughs> cast on a table you can't just let it sit it's, in the not, it's not furniture yeah <laughs> they go they go a bit a bit overboard again this is on small cat ownership <laughs> demographic right i realize that cat people of the internet 
please don't harm me. Uh, I just want. <laughs> I think we've we we have pretty uh, bona fides with the cat community with our love of cinema cats. I think that we is have true. That, in, that is true. We have that at least in our corner. Uh, yeah. We, so see, look, we we love cinema cats. Not against you. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, at some point we should probably do a top five cat movie ranking. Ooh. You know, since we'd have the mouse version, right? We need to revisit this arbitrary animal list. And I mean, <laughs> arbitrary. I think we've pretty, we've, we've laid out our process here. We understand. <clears throat> That's true. But before this, well, our process is it will start out like this and eventually in like a year's time, we'll have like, top five best movies featuring bison it's like what like wait hold hold on (laughs) yes right like i feel like that is definitely in the cards so what's it's fine we should do a cat movie one okay so we have mouse we should do cat we'll do dog and then we'll go from there uh we'll get the (laughs) it's on the list (laughs) to do a bit of research about that one but i feel like there's some strong contenders here (laughs) there so yeah that's that's about all i have no preparing for the storms uh i put on the list top five cat movies well we'll do that that's that that's a must Um, make a short list find my notepad here (laughs) all it's all fun uh i'll not true that's very true Ugh. my week has been very boring uh oh. we have like well today was our last day of school before break and only half day so like basically this week i had nothing to do so it was just an exercise of like where is your work like and then oh. uh there goes feel like the mafia running yeah, around knocking on doors yeah. chasing and of course out. the people that i like really needed were like not here like sure naturally oh my goodness but like we were sort of at an impasse where like i cannot really progress further because it will not it won't do me any good anyway for these two days and <clears throat> like it doesn't really do me very much good to learn some brand new stuff and then be gone for two weeks and then come back and be like, what? You remember that? No? Okay. Nope. Anyway, so we got to redo it anyway. Fair enough. So we were sort of at a natural stopping point. Plus, in one of my cl- my social studies class, uh, one of the next things is like a presentation project. So cl- we clearly cannot start that um, now. Mm. So we had... <laughs> no. So, uh, yeah, that did not work at all. Very so, bad. <clears throat> very bad indeed. So we'll do that when we come back. We'll do a. It'll be good because we'll come back and we'll the first thing we we'll do when we come back will be like a reading from our one of our chapters. So that'll be a good like, hey, remember, boom, this is what we did here, and then we can go from there. So, but so it was just like an extra like two and a half days of like, all right, so now what? Stretch it, stretch it. Yeah, like oh my gosh, what? Well, today was like party day right like oh even though like we don't really have parties in sixth grade it's just like 
we're going to watch a random movie and eat snacks. So, uh-huh. and the movie was uh, uh, Home Alone, obviously. Obviously. <clears throat> so, one of the other ones they could agree on, and it was on Amazon. So, just watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it easy. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So, but again, they're all whiny. Like, oh, these movies are good. Like, do I look like I care? You're going to watch something. And if you want to keep complaining, I'm going to close my eyes and click a button. So you don't want that. Um, And and nobody wants that one, right? Yeah, nobody wants that. That would be the wrong choice. It would be the the very wrong choice. There's some weird things on there. So like, you know, pretty much it. So that was basically this week. It was very like, uh, drag it out try to do random things and then just like meh whatever <laughs> just get so, close enough to the end I guess and yeah of- it's really weird like it's always really strange and awkward and like what do I do and a lot of like the other elementary grades do like again this is where 6th grade is very difficult right because like a lot of the other elementary is doing like like Christmas themed activities. Sixth graders aren't really into that very much. Mm. And like, you know, the other option would be like, keep learning, but like they're shut down like completely. So yeah. Like what? (laughs) Well, and then there's only so much, like so much review you can you can do because then also yeah. like, with, with that it's you're going like to what end like what is what yeah. is the reviewing doing? I mean yeah, that's much more useful. Like when we come back, right? Yeah. Like hey, take a day to be like hey, remember this? Hey, remember that there? Okay. <laughs> last we saw Boom. our adventures. Yes, last we spoke, we were discussing igneous rocks. Um, tell me. <laughs> Some properties of igneous rock. So, yeah, that's much more suited to we come back. So it was just a stretching. So we had a board game tournament that was exciting. Everyone loved that. Oh. Uh, so that's what we did basically. <laughs> well, nice for most of it, and then we did some like just random games and stuff. Well, but it was very. So it was very boring. A lot of me just being like, okay. <laughs> Speaking of games, we uh, we went to our local game shop. Uh, it's a locally, it's not, not game stop. It's literally just called like uh-huh. the game shop, whatever. It's, it's a locally yes. owned, um, Mostly where you can go buy some rad D and D dice. I was gonna say, is it like a Magic the Gathering store? Because yes. most places like that, that's what they sell it there. They're like, in, here's your magic. They still do magic on Wednesday. Is that still a thing? Or in, Friday? I don't remember. I don't know. I do know that uh, I talked with him for a while, and he was not so impacted by uh, the. Uh, supply chains for actual product, but he's like, I just couldn't get boxes 
or things to put my things in. <laughs> or, Interesting. Or like he would get comics, comic books in, but then he would have to apparently didn't know this. They don't ship them to you with the with the paper with the cardboard back in the sleeve. You have to. They put them in those at the shop. Oh, ew, most really? cases. Yes, especially if you're well. And he does with like new and used. And so, yeah. so when he would get boxes, he would buy boxes of used to then resell, or he would get some yeah. new copies. He would have to go and like source <laughs> cardboard <laughs> to put in the box so that he could sell it to people. Oh. And it was fascinating talking to him about this. That's and weird. Yeah, it was very, very odd. Uh, and so we were in there uh, because uh, did I tell you about the the uh, what was it called the cookie countdown or the cookie something down or downtown cookie? Uh, it's it's going to be hard. No, I have no idea what you're talking. About. Okay, so <clears throat> um, our downtown business alliance is really like knocking it out of the park. I think I do think I told you about the time where we did the sto- downtown storybook walk. Where, yes. Okay. So this time they partnered up. You what? I recall that. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. So anyway, so this time businesses partnered up to do a cookie walk and they would have home-baked cookies in various shops and you could just go in and get some Christmas cookies and this is a good plan great plan amazing plan and uh so we just went from shop to shop and got a bunch of cookies and went into the game shop which because because it's a small downtown like one owner store, his hours are whenever he wants to be there. Yeah, weird, probably. Like. <laughs> so, so we finally figured out what his general hours were of like, statistically, if you go between this and this time, you are very likely that he will be there. So we uh, have been playing lots of card games and just uh, lots of go fish and lots of uh, just other stuff and but we have lost like a two of spades and so the card deck is starting to become less um useful to us uh it's only one card missing but it's just a matter of time so like i said it does make let- go fish extremely hard though right yeah. rummy is just out now right you <laughs> <Yes. can't. laughs> it becomes limited so it was like okay let's just go and i know he's got cards there so let's just go and get a deck and buy it from this guy instead of ordering it through Amazon, and it'll be a lot, lot better. Well, we're we're there, and all of a sudden, Lily's like, "What's Uno?" And I was no. like, "I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a fun game." <laughs> she was like, "Can we get it?" And I was like, "Absolutely." <laughs> so we, we got our playing deck, and then we came back with Uno, and I don't think we've stopped playing Uno since. Oh my goodness! Oh no. <laughs> She, she is an Uno fiend, and it is it is it is wonderful. It is wonderful. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know how you play Uno, but I've I've always played that. If you don't have the the color of card, you have to draw until you get the color. I think that's how you play, right? Okay. Isn't that the I actual think, rules? Of I think that is. I think that I. It's one of those things of like. It's <laughs> that's true. It like, is hard sometimes to know what are the real rules and what rules do people just have to play yes. by, right? Like your yeah. quote house rules, you know? Yeah. And then there's the whole like, should you? I, I, there's like this discussion of like ethically and morally of like, okay, let's say you have a blue, but you don't want to play a blue because the other person is getting low on cards. So you want to try and throw them up. Can you 
just switch colors randomly. Um, and <laughs> yeah, as long as the number matches. Well, I have played with friends that have said nay to this and they have their own call out rules where if they think you have a blue, there's some word that you'll say and you have to show them your hand. And if like if they actually have that color, they have to take 20 cards. And if they don't, you have to take 20 anyway. Because it's kind of like somebody hurt them in the past. That's what <laughs> happened what I, there. They what have trust issues, and they need to deal with that themselves. But yeah, I don't think there's anything requiring you. To I don't play. think there is either. You so, can switch it up whenever you want. And my goodness, Lillian loves just being like seven on red and then a three on blue, and she's just like boom, 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 boom. trying to get the cards out, man. She's just so, trying yeah. to. She's just blitzing through them. It's amazing. And then I, because of how I play, I would start to say, you know, you put like at draw two more or whatever. I'd say like, it looks like you need some more cards. And now, and I'd lay that down. And now she's starting to say that back to me. And I'm oh, like, wow. I'm Giving like, her the passive aggressive lingo. Way to go. <laughs> like you need some more cards. And <laughs> if she, if she discovers like phase 10, I am not coming to visit you guys ever again. That's uh, not happening. <laughs> 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 like, we're gonna be at dad's nope sorry i, right. will. I cannot no <laughs> no it's been it, i mean and it's just it's all been it's all been fun there's been no tantrum so far so i oh, think yeah. we're mostly okay, just secret, laughing the secret uno strat i'm gonna let you know my secret uno strat right oh okay Top this tip. is what you do right you purposely do that where you <clears throat> you play that game where you like if even if you have the card like you don't play it right <clears throat> because what you want the ultimate uno perfection hand is you want your last card in your hand to be the wild card <laughs> that's what you yes. want yeah that's what you that's what i strive for yeah right that's my strat so i try to always make the last card you like uno and then people start like freaking out like oh my gosh i gotta change the color i gotta do this uh-huh. literally doesn't matter right blam <laughs> Right. You get bonus points <laughs> until they hit you with like the draw or something, right? But like, yeah, you want it to be the the wild card. That's what you want your last card to be, just so you can boom. Like, mm-hmm. oh, doesn't matter. You did all that work, and then <laughs> you're right. I didn't have a yellow. I haven't had a yellow for twelve minutes. But right, boom, <laughs> <laughs> had this wild card because I'll do that before. Like, if they give you color, you're like, oh. you say I'm passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, no, like I'll draw. I'll, I'll, even if I'm sitting on a wild card, I'll just draw. I'm like, no, I'm drawing until mm-hmm. I get this blue because I'm not wasting this yet. Because I'm, I'm not yeah, feeling this close. <laughs> <laughs> I will eat all of these 35 cards, all of these 35 now, greens. I, yes, I didn't say that my strategy was perfect and it didn't have flaws, but it, <laughs> <laughs> when you execute it, it feels good. You're just like, ah, oh, yeah. There you go. So, we have we have certainly laughed harder than we have in a very long time as I have gone and just drawn like fistfuls of cards time and time again. It's been that's been real good. So but you know, yeah. I have some random game in my drawer over here. I'll have to bring it if I can remember. It's called like I don't remember what it's called. It's just a random card game where you just have to like put down cards in order and if you put them out of order you have to draw something I don't remember mm. it exactly it's not very complicated but do it <clears throat> i have to bring that one it's been yeah I'd say go for it I think it has the word cat in it oh, so there you go. fits in 
(laughs) (laughs) We played a cat and rat game that was a little complicated where it was kind of like an over under strategy kind of game where you had to be close. Like you wanted low numbers, which were cats and the rats were high numbers. And, but you didn't know what the neck, what the, what the next number. And I don't remember really how this game worked. It was a little bit confusing and we just kind of went, that's if it's close, that's what we're going to go for. So that was, Mm. that was odd. That's that has since been squirreled away. So yeah, we've discovered Uno and all of its wonderful glory. (laughs) Good. There you go. Top tip. Other top tip. Visit a local game store and talk to the uh, proprietor about cardboard. It would be fascinating. Cardboard and he'll try to sell you Warhammer figurines or something. So you have to like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I did feel a little like, you know, hit this whole game with Warhammer figurines and die cast, whatever board pieces. And, um, he, oh, he, he, uh, he also does vintage video games that are set up in in a playing area at the back of the store on oh, nice. C, on CRT monitors, so Perfect. you can play Mario on how it's supposed to be played, brah. Um, badly, <laughs> <laughs> very badly in very low res, and uh, and he's got like he had a couple he had like original PlayStation and an original Xbox and a couple other things out uh, that you could play games on. Um, and you know when I come in and I'm like, I just need a box of playing cards and some and Uno, please. <laughs> but and it's like, no, I don't have that. But what I do have, yes. <laughs> interest you. Do you like this giant dice packet thing? Boom. For <laughs> yeah, can I get you, can I get interest you in some solid yeah. titanium die? How many, anyone? D, how many D12s do you need, though? To all of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. Some of my former students have uh, taken up playing Dungeons and Dragons, right? And so they have been swinging by my room randomly tell me about how it's going. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's very hilarious, right? They're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's been happening. They they've been coming by, telling me about their misadventures. Uh, it's been good. It's been good. Nice. I play. It's it's an interesting. <laughs> I think you have to. I think it just having a good group. I think is important. Um, I played online for a little bit roll 20 earlier in the year and through last year and with a group and i was definitely the one who wasn't taking it as seriously as everyone else if that's a surprise (laughs) which yeah i mean it depends right because some people will take it like quite seriously they're super into like the role-playing part right like it's that's important and other people are like way more chill and like like yeah anyway so and they just do like really random things right although that is kind of annoying right like when you have like the i believe the correct term is murder hobo uh right Mm -hmm. he just like does just like really random things all the time you're like first of all what alignment are you because none of this makes any sense uh second of all like (laughs) if if your dungeon master guy can't like rein them in then uh, it becomes a problem. <laughs> and I under, I understand that part of like why the alignment is so important because then that you should draw from that on your decisions and 
and many times the DM will put you in a situation where you where in character you should act a certain way um, for you know either a story or plot or whatever that they're trying to put together and that's yeah. real hard for me. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you have to play to that because that is like kind of important, right? And I think a lot of people kind of when they're new, right, they don't really pay attention to that part so much they they're focused on lots of other things and and all the more like you know fun things like what really random things can i add to my character when i level up right like because there are some like incredibly broken things that like late game that you can just like start your character just like becomes unstoppable but like the the alignment part is like it's very core to just your, yeah, like you said, your decision making and like how your game progresses because, and like your character motivations, you know, because like again, the role playing part, some people aren't so into that, but like you kind of have to to a certain extent because you have to think about like what your character would do, right? Like what are they going to do now? What's going to happen because of this? And the alignment is like the, the crux of that because if you have like a lawful good. Like if you are in a party with a paladin, oh boy, yeah, right, right, you're gonna have some. There's gonna be some tough things that happen because there are certain decisions that they cannot make. Right, like they will be put in situations, and they like they're like, no, I have to do this. Oh, of like, it's like oh, the the right oh, thing to do, right? And it's yeah. like, oh no, we, oh no, that's. That's bad because <laughs> yeah yeah we, we have to like pursue what if we this just tell evil a white lie yeah. though what come on what if, like you have to like convince them that like you know it's not that bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like yeah we we won't like there's obviously uh, uh somebody has been affronted because of an evil spirit and he's like well I have to go pursue this and find justice for this person and you're like yeah, yeah we're going like, doing this other thing right now yeah you're like well, wait we're gonna wait hold on I don't, we, we don't need you yeah. to blow our cover and they're like no I must the other problem is if you have somebody who's like playing like chaotic evil that is also horrible because they'll just be like no, I'm gonna steal this no 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 why why would you do that that's no 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 <laughs> Again, yeah, <laughs> but but that's but that's I guess that's where it, that is an additional element of the fun of of trying to wrangle that and deal with the personalities and deal with everything else to make that make that story and make that gameplay work, um, so that you know you get you get something interesting in the end for everybody. Yeah, I mean, or you die. You know that also <laughs> that that too. You know because you. People were doing like ridiculous things, like no, 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 why? Yeah, or like just hypothetically, you end up tied in a basement because somebody stole all of your equipment uh, while you were at the somewhere. I don't remember where it was, but I mean, where somebody else was, totally not me. Uh, Yeah, so like you. Because someone in your party was like, oh, no, that's shiny and I have to steal it. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll go into the D and D with them just yet. Okay. Yeah. That's but, true. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how Uno plays out. All right. Sure. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, other things that I was wrapping up this week as we approached the end of the year, I was doing, I was doing but I'm bum. I was mm-hmm. six month <laughs> reviews of staff members. And those are, I, 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 I had, I didn't realize how much dread was Dang. just like hovering over me to get these done. Have you had any staff members that have been with you for six consecutive months? I, that's, that's funny, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> that's, yeah, I told Megan, I was like, isn't it odd? We have just completed our first staff reviews of six months after having staff members for a one year. <laughs> Do that math. Uh, uh, no. yeah. It's fine. So, yes. Yeah, so I do have staff members who hit the six month mark. Thank you. Uh, and it went really well. <laughs> Sorry. I was but I was, so yeah, I did, I did two six month reviews and I did two three month reviews um, of some other staff members. And I don't know. I don't know how to run reviews. Uh, I don't, I, I, I know they're, they're important. Um, I also know that previous to this basically almost every basically almost every time uh basically anytime we reach out to somebody they would have bad news to report back to us so i'm like i have ptsd about this process of like <laughs> hey i need to schedule my your one month review and they're like oh by the way i'm leaving and you're like oh, <laughs> so, so i'm just like on pins and needles talking to people and i would i seriously i mean I scheduled four of these i did two yesterday two on monday and two yesterday and or two Monday, one yesterday, and one today, and I've just been, like there's been a cloud over me as I've been dreading this process. And there's not there's like nothing bad. And I again, I'm not very good at reviews. And I'm trying to give good feedback and things that they can work on, and what we're proud of them for, and the things that our clients are saying about them, uh, and encouraging them to continue to do the stuff that they're doing well, and getting feedback from them as well, like how we are doing, um, what training else you know anything else that they're interested in doing what they want to see the company do more of or less of or anything like that but still over the head of the entire conversation i'm just like the the moment i stop talking they're going to interrupt me and tell me that they're quitting so i'm just going to keep talking and they're not going to have a chance to do this i'm going to get off the zoom call i'm going to go by (laughs) (laughs) which which isn't a healthy way to go through life (laughs) no no it's not not even a small bit (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh. so my, my Megan was like Where, didn't you feel better after like each one and I was like no because when you're running a gauntlet you're, you don't feel better until acid and knives and fire are being stopped thrown at you like when you're out <laughs> of it that's when you're like whoo that was something but when you're in the middle of it you're like what's next so it was just Ah, uh, I don't know. If you have tips on how to do a good uh, quarterly review, uh, let me know. Oh, uh, yeah, I do not. But um, <laughs> maybe things I shouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like breathing is step one, right? To breathe. Uh, <laughs> oh, that. That's a bit overrated. I know, right? Pesky. <laughs> yeah and and all of these all of these were fantastic they were all great uh they were 
uh, very uh, supportive of new things that we're doing. And uh, one thing that we did recently, we, we changed from having staff drive to the office or to our, our, our house to pick up key, client keys uh, before they go out and do visits to now changing over to having just lock boxes at every client's house. And ah. this has been a huge quality of life improvement for everyone. And so we, we're trying to get feedback on that, making sure that we're implementing those well and uh, that we're not missing any uh, anything as far as like lock boxes. Cause I don't know, like it, or if we could be doing them better. I don't know. Cause again, that's, that's this thing about having this, I was talking with Megan about this. of like, I, I'm talking to these people and you know, they've been my employees for three months and six months respectively. And you know, I'm still sitting there like, well, I don't know. Like I, I did, that imposter syndrome starts creeping in where you're like, who am I to really be telling you about this? And like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't really know. You're and, the boss calling. I, I know. Fine. I, you and I, are the boss. I know. And I get it. I get it. And I think where the, one of the, one of the problems is, is because of how our company is set up. I never see anybody. Like it's all remote, right? And and I have a feeling like if we had an That's office, true. <laughs> where, yeah, where, if we had an office where people were coming and going, and like I saw people and I interacted with them more on a daily basis, I it would feel more comfortable to be in that position. But because basically I'm just a digital face from the sky that shows up every now and then in their lives, they're like, uh, <laughs> okay, you person, <laughs> like. Even people who are in our local city, like we don't see them very often at all. So it's it's a different kind of relationship. And I'm trying to balance how I interact with them and Megan does too to to foster some of that so that it and foster some of the not that this is gonna sound this is gonna sound wrong and don't it's but this like that they view us as as boss as well. Like I and not just some random people involved with the company. No, it's, yeah, no. That, it, it, yeah, it's kind of hard to, to to get that across digitally. Um I feel like. And maybe I'm the only one suffering. It would be a shocker to nobody that the, I'm the only one suffering from these anxieties. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yet again. <laughs> and and so it's just been that's been such a weird process for me to try and um wrap my head around how to how to evolve in that way and recently something that we've started to implement what are um I don't like calling them spot checks but um where I'm coming back out and reshadowing staff members on visits um that I haven't shadowed in a while maybe for a particular visit or just for a particular series of visits just to check in with everybody and make sure that they're still doing everything okay. Um, I don't know quite how to yet to present this to them as, as so that it's not a I'm showing up because I think you're doing something wrong, but this is just part of the process of I need to check. We're going to be checking in every now and then on, on everything. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense because it's like it's almost like a mini like performance review type deal like hey I'm just here to 
you know, see what's up. Make sure you're doing okay. Make oh. sure, you know, you have questions, blah, blah, blah. Like, have any, you know, anything come up while, you know, this has been going on that we could talk about, right? Oh. Like, that kind of thing. I like the uh, field performance review. Yeah. Uh, because I did, I did this recently with a staff member who was... Uh, doing meet and greets, and I hadn't chatted this person on meet and greet in like three or four months, and uh, it was very enlightening to be like, "Oh, okay, like, oh, here's some things that I see that aren't sticking or that didn't stick the first time, uh, and I think that we can do some of these things to improve to make this better." So, I, I do, I am trying to figure out how to put that into a good rotation so it's not just whenever I remember to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want them, I don't want to surprise them as well. I, Cause we do have some friends who run them where they're like, they literally just show up and surprise a staff member that they're there. And I don't think that's very honest either. Um, or, but I don't know. I, I know like you get surprise reviews every now and then, right? Where sometimes like you, yeah. do, you, you do the scheduled one and then somebody will just show up one morning. Yeah, but it's different, right? Because like my, my working environment is, is different, right? Like I, it's like, like I do know that my boss is there all the time and I do know that these people, you know, so like it's slightly different. And, and if they do come in, right? Normally, my pop-in reviews, uh, they don't last that long, right? And because if it's, like, your pop-in review, like, you would, you know, stay there for longer than, like, five minutes. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because especially if it was, like, a meet-and-greet, you can't just be like, hey, and then, like, slowly back out the door, right? That'd be really weird. I'm just cruising in. (laughs) Yeah. And you want to like talk with your employees, especially if you don't get to see them like a lot, you know what I mean? Like, so mine is like, they just come in, they'll just sort of like sit in the chair randomly and then just leave. Mm. That's it. Yeah. That's all. That's all it is. Like <laughs> the, any informal thing is like that. They'll just like walk in and then and they just like hang out for a little bit. And then they leave again, and it's like, okay, whatever. And then I'll get an email follow-up later about whatever. But like, you know, like, oh, I noticed you were doing this. That was really great. Blah, blah, blah. This, you know, I, you know, think about blah, 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 this, whatever. So, like, that's all it is. And yeah, <clears throat> so it's a very, it's a different kind of situation because it, they are able to just, not stay. <laughs> right? It's just kind of like a poke your head in the door. Yeah. And kind of here, you know, and then, you know, our old, and like our old, uh, superintendent, when he would, he would do stuff like that sometimes. He would just like go like, and he would just stand outside the door and just oh. listen. And just mm. like, he was kind of be, he was kind of walk through the hallways and kind of like stand at the door. He wouldn't even come in sometimes. He just stand out there. And one of the old high school principals do that too. They just like stand by the door, kind of listen, kind of peek in, mm. and be like, "Oh, okay," and then just leave. You know, for like real, just informal, just like checking on stuff. You know. Well, and so that I have been thinking about striking a balance of trying to do just a few ones where I'm present with them while they're at the visit, and then there's the other kind of review where after they leave, that's when I show up. 
and check the house and check everything. Kind of like a follow up of did they actually? Because I can see the the report that they send out. So if they say, "Oh, I did the water," you know, I can show up and go, "Yeah, the water's done. This is done. This is done." Oh, I oh, noticed yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. do X, Y, Z. Those are. I have not done any of that yet, but I am. I, I do think that will be important moving forward um, to to make sure that everything's matching up and that we can be finding places where we can be a lot better um, so that things aren't falling through the cracks. Not that anything is we're doing it right now, but I'm just trying to think of ways that yeah. we can stay on top of everything. No, that makes sense. But it's hard with like a, with a service industry job, right? It is. It's harder to do that because you're like, it's real awkward to try to, you know, quote, evaluate somebody like during a customer interaction. Like that's real weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, and then, you know, it, it's a little better with the dog, you know, or the pet, whatever. So if you're just sort of there with them while they're going through the deal of, you know, the check-in and the, and the walk or whatever, like, you know, that's, that's less awkward, you know, that's the real like bones of the whole operation anyway. So that's what you want to see. <laughs> and that would be, you know, like, that, that could be good time for just like kind of chat, you know, make it real informal and just kind of like randomly, you know, just talk like, Hey, so blah, blah, yeah. you know, how's it going? Like, how are things like how you know whatever like yes and and that's the other i think that that'll that's important for us to do just to be again present so that they feel so that our staff do feel just a supported but b that we are people that they can come to when they have yeah not and you're like it, around right you're yes. not like the man behind the curtain right just like <laughs> well well and that was a that was an interesting thing of something that i didn't think of of we had a staff member who we brought on and um prior to this staff member everyone who we had brought on it was a very slow build to give them getting a full schedule and then just because of how so we had some scheduling this person's first day they went with me i was with them straight for eight hours. <laughs> just like from when we Yikes. jumped in the car together and we just drove straight like and then going out and then the second day it was seven hours and the third day we had to get like eight or whatever and then what and then i was like okay well i'm gonna start slowly pulling back um but i didn't check in with this person and ask them are you okay with me pulling back right now because then when this when the staff member realized that oh colin is going back to his house which is several hours away from me. Um, this, the staff member later actually just at our three month review told me that they felt abandoned by knowing that I was no longer in the area. And even though I had done over like 40 visits with this person, by the time I had turned them loose, like they were the most shadowed person in the history of our entire company. Um, <laughs> but because they were so used to me being present, and then I, in their minds, suddenly disappeared, even though it was over the course of two weeks that I was slowly being there and less and less and less. And then it was the physical act of me driving away that later they told me that they had a, a, a breakdown later. And they were also dealing with some other 
personal stuff that was kind of tied in with this, but they were like, it felt like you, I had been abandoned uh, with you going. And I was like, I never thought of it that way. Um, huh? Like I, okay. Like I, I see that now I see how you could feel like, okay, Colin's showing up and then he's, he di- disappears. And yeah. Apparently, I didn't communicate that process well enough. So, so now it's uh, you know that was really valuable feedback of of knowing okay, like I can I, that transition didn't go well. Uh, so I need to make sure that I'm cognizant of those transitions of me being there and then not being there. Yeah, that's interesting. I I could see that right, especially if they were like. <clears throat> because if their normal was you being there like all the time, <laughs> right? Like even though it was just sort of an accident, yeah, it was not 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 intentional, right? But if the normal was you were always there and you're always nearby, and then yeah, all of a sudden you're gone, like what? Uh, I can see how that could be. Yeah, they they were used right? to they were used to an eight hour day uh, with somebody to talk to, somebody to guide them, somebody to help them, and we did that for like three days. And then I did a little bit less and, but I was still there and I was still in town and then less, but I was still in town and they were still, and then I told them, okay, well, um, next week you're fully on your own and I'm, I, I trust you. I, I, I know that you're going to do well with this or, you know, whatever I said. And, um, and, and I told them I, later, I was like, well, instead of just accepting that you should have asked me at that time, but you know, neither here nor there at this point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then we just kind of went on. So uh, every transition is different, but it was, it was again, okay, well, I'll add that to my things, things to be at least aware of and try and communicate with them now. Yeah. It's very interesting. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it's weird. And, you know, I, I sent you that, uh, that website that I built out um, for onboarding new staff members as a way of trying to consolidate all of our information and it it really it kind of hit me at that time as i was putting all these individual pieces in one spot of like yeah there's a lot of just online digital stuff before they get to the very first visit and i could see how that might be kind of off-putting for some people of they want the physical presence. They want an office to come to. They want this stuff instead of just a, a voice in the sky versus I know that there are other people who were like, Oh, this was perfect. I could just watch this training in wherever I was. And I would not want to come to an office at all. So please don't ever change that. Yeah, that is true too. Like, you know, cause different people need different things. And I guess, I guess the real key is just being aware of that fact, right? And knowing like, hey, and you know, that could be part of the, you know, just the, you know, the field review, just like, yo, what do you need from me? Like, is this mm. cool? Do you need more? Like, like, what do you specifically need from this like situation, right? Like, <clears throat> that could be something that would, that could be part of it. To, to you know kind of make it feel less like they're just here to watch me and stare right you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we we have gotten some feedback of so we do weekly meetings and i know that that sounds just ridiculous it does for me um, yes but like i don't <laughs> but in a in 
and a business where not just the staff don't see me, but staff don't see other staff, right? Like that's yeah, that's true, right? It's very like yeah, just the, goodbye. Like the <laughs> only time they actually interact with the other staff members is via text. Yeah, right. Like throughout, there's not even like, there's no there's no hallway that they can pass by. So we've we've actually gotten some feedback that even though some meetings are very dry um, and straightforward, uh, most staff really enjoy them. Uh, just because of the, the interaction. Just because aspects, of the interaction. Right? Like, yes. Yeah. Of and we you know, we say they're mandatory, but obviously some staff members have other jobs and other things, so we record them and we send them out later. But yeah, they love the. Just the interaction, the banter that happens, the funny jokes or stories that we tell and other people can relate, kind of how their week has been and that kind of sharing experiences with other people who are doing the same thing that they are. They really like they they really like that. So we've for we for a while we thought about just trying to do do away with the weekly meetings. Megan and I would just record a video and send it out. Um, I was actually going to just turn it into another podcast. Just being on, just like, no, like, like hey, here, here's a private podcast for you all to uh, uh, subscribe to. Uh, in your just that way, I know you get it because only you have it. Um, but we've for now done away with that and have just stuck with uh the weekly meetings yeah no i think it's good because like that way the communication is much more two-way you know what i mean and i feel like uh, so that's something i've been struggling with a lot at work too right is like uh, a lot of the the you know the buzzword since my administration left buzzwords because they're that kind of people um but they talk about that all the time like oh yeah well we're you know communicating like um not really right because all you're doing is you're talking Mm. that's it right whereas a communication a dialogue if you will is more two-way street right like you have to actually also listen so like when they say things like yes we feel like we're doing a great job communicating your terribly written newsletter thing <laughs> is not really communication, right? Like, I guess it is in the barest sense of the word, <clears throat> you know, but like a badly written newsletter doesn't really, <laughs> right? It's not really communication, right? It's not like, you know, it's it's just you saying things, and that's it. And it, that's not very helpful or good mm-hmm. <laughs> or useful at all, right? So, so I think <clears throat> I feel like the I could definitely see where that 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 keeping it live like that, keeping it a two way thing, and like even yeah, even just like saying weird comments, right? Would you know, inspire that like, oh yeah, this is like a more of a team environment other than just me out doing random solo missions, uh, getting, you know, checking on this cat. It's out in the woods and its water bowl is empty because 
They have a badly designed water dish. Ha ha! Boom! Ah, there, there we go. <laughs> yes, and that's yeah. The, what we def, what trying to figure out what we mean by communication. Yes, is is one of the bane of my existence. Is since as soon as we started hiring people, of there's that I that phrase I say a lot in my head of like they need to communicate more. Harumph, harumph, harumph. Right, and then I go, what do I what do I actually want them to do though? Like, what is that? What does that mean? <laughs> and then, importantly, am I modeling that in an appropriate fashion? Uh, and if not, how do I change that? And one of the things that I have been desperately trying to get our team to do is to lean on the other staff members for their their knowledge and expertise. Because one thing that I recognize is very quickly... There is a much the the um, amount of institutional knowledge has now vastly outpaced my knowledge of the people and pets that we care for. I, I oh, mine yeah. is super narrow of what I am aware of. I can tell you how to handle certain situations. I can tell you how to do do uh, you know a generic things. But specifically, how Dax takes his meds and where those are usually kept, and that kind of stuff, like, I have no idea. <laughs> so, yeah, right. So, and if you have multiple people, like, you know, maybe two different people are just the way the schedule works out. This is just uh, hypothetical, right? If two separate people are, you know, just depending on time of day, have been going over to a certain pet's house, right? Yeah. They need to be talking to each other about, like, hey, you know, was. Was this the way it was whenever you were there last? Like, oh yeah, blah blah, blah or, or yeah. like that kind of thing, right? Yes. So, and 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 because of how we schedule, if someone books from a Wednesday to a Sunday, five people will see that dog. Yeah. Five. And so, trying to generate that, and so what I've started to try and do during some meetings is basically like pick a client that I know several people have done, and like, hey, could everybody share? a tip for this client um, or what do you struggle with on this client right now? Uh, what are you, what are you, what are you enjoying? And it gives people a certain talk, a talking point to now start sharing. And my hope is over time, people will see and acknowledge what other people are sharing. Uh, yeah. And, and while, and that we're doing it on zoom, and now we can kind of hopefully take some of that into text when we're not in the meeting, um, just to get keep as a it's a starting point. At least I I hope um, for that kind of culture of like, don't go to me about this. Uh, you need to go to <laughs> to the group chat and see what people can share with you there. Uh, and and that's uh, you know that makes sense. I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been so anyway. That's a process. That'll be a. Uh, That'll be a that'll be a Q two twenty twenty three objective. Oh wow! <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You can here's a here's well I don't know pro tip when you can tell somebody who is either like in like business or finance and they're like you're taking it way too seriously when they refer refer to uh, segments of years in Q one Q twos versus months. Is how I've noticed this. That's true. <laughs> it's like they're the business owners who are like, they're like, oh, in like May, uh, I kind of thinking about doing this, uh, and then <laughs> the person who refers to their year in quarters, I'm like, uh, oh, you're a different breed, and I don't, 
I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, and then it always messes me up because I think about quarters also, but like, oh, right. they're very different. <laughs> right? Like, mm, what? <clears throat> My first quarter is like August to October or something. So like, <laughs> it's like quarter. Quarter of what? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What? Huh? Where? Where? <laughs> So, because my brain is so addled with school terminology, like, I don't always, I'm definitely not picking up what some people are putting down, right? Because they'll say things, I'm like, what? Oh, okay, you're not, okay, yeah, you don't, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's my own personal issue that I have to deal with, right? Like, <laughs> To close out the show. Oh, okay. We have closing more, closing. more episodes. Another installment of Brandon watches random stuff on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can tell we, we are closing out the year. <laughs> like I said, this week was very uneventful, and I haven't had lots to do. And I, again. I meant that I think I abandoned house because like we talked about last time, the last two seasons are just boring and not very interesting at all. And so can't be bothered. So sorry. It's all right. Now I know listeners, I know what you're saying. You're going to say, Brandon, have you watched rings of power yet? No, I have not. Obviously, because obviously. that would make sense. Um, <laughs> Is it even on your watch list? I'm going to ask that. I mean, it's on, I see it on there okay. sometimes, but like, I just haven't watched it yet. I just haven't been able to bring myself to do that. Um, are you, you know. are you, are you ironically not watching it or is it unironic at this point? Or are you just squirreling and finding other stuff to, yeah, to I feel like, well, for a while it was ironically not watching it. Cause I was like, well, I'm, I was in the middle of reading a whole bunch of Tolkien stuff. So like, I was like, well, I don't want to watch it now because I'm too focused yeah. on this. Right. Right. <laughs> Obviously it's too real. Uh, <laughs> and so like, and then I got distracted with other things and now it's just like, I'm just not feeling it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> understood. It's not, it's like a commitment, right? It's a big, it's a big ask. So, so I randomly watched it. It's a new show, I guess. Um, it's based on a book too, so there's that. Um, it's called the Three Pines, right? So it's like a okay detective-y mystery-y kind of show. So it's pretty cool so far. <clears throat> I've only watched the first four episodes. Of which there are currently six. It still says new episodes every Friday. So I don't know if there's going to be some more like this week or not. I'm not real sure exactly how this works. Uh, because the last episode came out last week. So uh, I haven't watched that one yet. But it's like a, it's really kind of interesting. So like, first of all, it's got Alfred Molina. Oh like my guy. Yes. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. That's excellent well, already. I, I am. Oh, and he's wearing dark rimmed glasses. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you want to steal his fashion. I know. <laughs> oh, so it's him and 
and like yeah obviously and then the two other like detectives from i'm gonna be honest with you a lot of this show it takes it's it's it takes place in canada in right okay uh, and so there is a lot of uh it specifically takes place in quebec so you know there are some there's a lot of french canadian in this uh and the french i learned is french french and so not there that there's anything difference. wrong with that no it's, it's just different right because a lot of this stuff, I'm like, what um <laughs> that's not a real thing well and i'm just saying any anything i pr- attempt to pronounce in this segment currently will be bad um this is, <laughs> just oh so that there. was a content warning that you just gave <laughs> yeah mostly mostly trigger <laughs> trigger warning for trigger our warning. canadian listeners sorry um <laughs> about mispronouncing your your second national language i apologize uh <laughs> what's like super interesting so like so far right like the the detectives are based out of like uh the city right obviously and then their cases have been taking place in this smaller town called three pines and like it's kind of interestingly structured so far into that like episode one and two are basically like part one and two of one case. And episode three and four are like part one and two of a different case. Oh, interesting. But they're both in the same like village. Right. So like, it's kind of like they were, they were there for like to solve one case. And then a few months later, they're back again with something different. That's kind of what it, that's what the timeline feels like. like okay. You don't get like actual dates, right? But like, but they're not there to like solve w- one thing and then another. What there's not no connection between them. I guess is what I'm what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean the first two. So I watched the first four episodes, right? So the first two cases have a tentative connection, but like not really. You know what I mean? Fair. But you see the same the same townspeople are around and they're talking to them and you're learning more about these people in this small town, right? And doing that. Meanwhile, there is also oh my an overarching story that appears to be going for the whole season of like this missing indigenous girl and like what actually happened to her. Right. So that is also part of the storyline of that like uh <clears throat> kind of kind of highlighting that you know that Canadian thing of like the marginalized indigenous population where it's like kind of some of those like uh you know like you have like the missing girls and then like oh nobody's looking for them and that kind of deal right kind of playing that and so that is the overarching seasonal story that they're still dealing with and going through and finding and thinking about and it's sort of peppered in during their other investigations that they're doing Oh jeez! In the set, so it's very, it's very cool. Like it's very, yeah. <clears throat> so it's pretty. It's very like cerebral. It's very like who done it kind of mystery, which I like. You know, because you're trying to figure out too with the detective, like what the heck is happening? Like <laughs> what is going on? Like what? <clears throat> who has the motive for this? Right? Like but it's, it's very not much like. But it's not like a like a 
psych thriller or jump scares or things like that? Is it a pretty uh, no, not really like detective thing? Yeah, it's very detective y. Like the the one of the episodes had some like jump scares, but it was a raccoon in the basement, right? Uh, Okay, spoilers, spoilers for that episode. Like it wasn't wasn't (laughs) okay, killer. Okay, killer raccoon. But it was interesting. It was funny. Like it was played up for funny because you know one of the guy, one of the detectives who's like not the main guy, but the other guy, he was like, you know, he's all like. I'm not going in there. No way. Like, <laughs> right. The lady's like, we should go down and check it out. And he's like, no, 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 I don't think we should. Like <laughs> the worst idea I've heard today. Yeah. So it was played, it was played very well. Right. Okay. It was played very, it was played really good. Okay. But yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's not like so far. There's not like, it's not like slashery or like big things like that. It's like, Oh, what the heck? Like, what is going on? Like, how did this happen? Like the first the first episode, a lady gets electrocuted watching a curling game. Like a curling match on Boxing Day. Very Canadian, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm t- yeah, I'm telling you, right? Like And so it's like it's it happens but it happens in the middle of the day. And so uh, the whole thing is like how who why like what right. on earth it, right like and so you uncover like things about her past and some of the town folks past right and like oh. how does it connect together in mysterious right. ways right like right 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 to suss out the motive of the thing so it's really good uh it's like excellent so i've been enjoying that so far so here's my uh <laughs> random review of an unfinished season of a new show Amazon. so I think it's really good. I, I like it so far. Yeah, that sounds very good. Okay, I'm going to add that to my watch list and add, add, uh, probably get around to it before uh, Rings of Power as well. So look at that. We're on track. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just very mystery, like who done any things. Yeah. So it's, more, it's very fun to watch, you know, and go that way. And so it, it's very interesting. I like the. I don't know, the pacing is very good, right? The two, like every case getting two parts is a very, it's a very interesting way to do it, right? I was a little worried that it would be too spaced out when I was kind of understanding, when I was looking at it, just kind of reading and like, oh, what the heck? Like, but it isn't, it's paced really, really well. So every episode is still like 50 minutes or something like 53, 51, right? So about 50 minutes. That's pretty good time. Right. And there's quite a bit to fit in there when you think about like the current case and then like peppering in a little bit of the overarching story of this missing girl and like how that ties in and how that's affecting the detective and, you know, Every once in a while, there's like these things that just pop up. And you're like, oh, what? And so, or he'll ask, you know, one of the, like the case he's working on will sort of make him think about the other case, you know, the missing girl case. And he'll get an idea or he'll ask somebody to look at this or what do you think about that? Right. So that's, it feels very organic in that way where it's, yeah. it's kind of, it all goes together. It all flows together very well, you know? It doesn't really feel in these four episodes. It doesn't feel very forced, you know, very much. 
you know, obviously every once in a while you have that like the the detectives always have that like aha moment where sometimes it feels like contrived, but it hasn't really so far in this. It's pretty <clears throat> because he's pretty grounded of a character, the main guy. Uh <clears throat> Alfred Molina's character. He's pretty grounded and pretty like chill. Armand his name is Armand. Uh he's a pretty chill, pretty even keeled, easygoing guy. Um and throughout the whole thing you're getting like these snippets of like his backstory as well which is at this point four episodes in like very mysterious as well you're like what huh what is mm. happening <laughs> so it's kind of unclear about what it means you know well and I think I th- just the um, kind of how that's described uh, it, it's very it's antithetical to like another uh, another detective movie or TV show that I watched uh, was called Broadchurch. Uh, oh yeah! And my one of my complaints about that one is it was only focused on the main mystery for every single episode, and so it it really painted it as like. And I understand, like in those in like that situation, we're trying to cover, but it didn't show anything else about things else going on outside of just the central focus of that case. Uh, it, while this kind of thing, Three Pines, of like, well, we're going to have these little cases, quote-unquote little cases that come up, but there's going to be yeah. this overarching thing where they keep getting drawn back to it, because that's actually how detective work works, right? They don't just get stuck on, here's the one thing that you're doing, right? They get set, yeah. here's, here's your case load that you have to take care of. And um to have it kind of still set in the same area too, I'm sure of like, Oh, well, you know, who knows these same actors may come back up again or whatever. It's like, that just feels a lot more, uh, not that everything in life has to be realistic, but uh, it, it, it seems more, um, I'm, I'm sure comfortably paced as well as kind of, you mentioned. It's more organic too. Right. Cause like, Oh, you know, the whole deal of being like, Oh, okay. Well, I was in this town for this one case a few months ago. Because, like, the first episode, it's very, like, it, it takes place on Boxing Day, right, I guess. This next one seems to be much more late springy or something. Like, I don't really know what time of year it's supposed to be, but it's not snowing anymore. So, clearly, some time has passed, right? Like, it's just, And so you see some of the town characters again, and now, like, we're in, as in the first, the first case, right, the focus was more on, like, certain characters in the town, right? Because they were more integral to that particular investigation. But the next time around, it's like a slightly different group of people. And even though it's a small town, you get some more, you get more character development from them as well as more character development from the main detective trio. Uh, and like their kind of life situation. And then so you just like very slowly getting more all the time, like a little bit more about this person, a little bit more about this situation, a little bit more about this. Right? So that pacing is very, <clears throat> so far it's very satisfying is where like, you're always getting something else, right? A little bit here, a little sprinkle there. So it's very kind of, it's rewarding, right? Cause you're going, you're kind of putting some things together yourself as you're watching. Like, Oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. Like versus, you know, especially, just, Oh yeah. Go ahead, sorry. I, I, versus just like a big 
exposition dump about like, and here's the barber, and here's why we care about the barber, and here's the barber's instant connection, and moving on, and we won't see this person again, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, especially yeah. set in small towns like that, where you're like, how many characters are we going to throw in here? There's not that many people. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so, <laughs> they do a good job of that, because they're like, they, uh, then the second one, they like, they, they do the like. Uh, there's a situation where at the, at the beginning, right, like the town like doesn't want to talk to them at all or whatever. Sure. You know, yeah. On the second case, there's this a situation where they get invited to dinner at this one person's house, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, sure, we'll come over," and you know, whatever. And then like ten people are there from the town because they want to ask the detective stuff about this case, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "We've been ambushed." Oh no! Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know these people a little bit now before and so like yeah you know it's very interesting and like in the first one there's like one of them is like a native lady right and so in the first episodes like she's there and she plays like a role right in the other ones in the second two in the second case we'll call it that when they come back she plays a much more prominent role so you kind of were introduced to her in the first one and now like she's a much bigger part of the story in the second mm-hmm. one so you already have some backstory from before and so you don't need it now you know what I mean so that is also interesting because it is like the same people like you already know a little bit and whenever it's necessary now you know more and then you have the history of the town and stuff like that so it's very cool it's very interesting I like it a lot so yeah it sounds like it okay so two thumbs up for yeah one. Three, three thumbs up for three pine. <laughs> That's obviously how we rate things. Clearly. But by yes. numbers in the title. Yes. Um, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will add that to list. Yeah, I like it. So I'm going to be watching tomorrow. Boom. Three. <laughs> nice. And Megan likes those kind of things too, so she will enjoy the recommendation. <clears throat> Yeah, she might like it actually, because it's very like cerebral and very like thinking, and it's really, I like it a lot. Text, there text, you go. I'm texting her a link right now to it. Oh. Um, so she'll probably go. have to finish it when she's done watching Million Dollar Listing. Uh, hey, you know priorities are important, <laughs> right? It's okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. We bought the season, so we're set. Hey, it's, it's fine. fine. <clears throat> it's good. Okay. Well, good. I like that. Good recommendation. Yeah. Do that. Go. Hey, that into the or into random the, musings in, for things I watch on Amazon. There yeah, we we'll go. take that into the new year since that's where we are right now. Yeah, of course. Obviously, totally. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, until uh, until we do this again. All right. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>